Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do you remember when you couldn't go into a store without hearing that song? What's that? What? Don't you remember? Store. Like, like any store. Yeah, I know, right? That when you used um, to actually be able to go to places and just... <laughs> Bide yes. your time. I remember when I used to actually get frustrated that I was hearing Adele twenty four seven. Not that album so much, but um, that reminded me. Aren't we getting music this month? Yes, we are. Now, um, by the way, while we're pondering this, we have a question for you, and that question is: What's your big Super Bowl snack? Six five one six four one. I'm your Super Bowl snack. <laughs> okay. One oh seven one. It's a bitch and balls. Six five one six four Going one. Long. One oh seven one. Okay, so tight end. Jeez. Oh, anyway, so you asked about Adele's music, right? Did you hear that one of her songs leaked? Oh god, is this a joke? No, I'm dead serious. Okay. No, it was this was like a headline like two days ago, maybe, or yesterday. No, she's totally taken us for a ride. Thank She's going to do a punchline. Me? Yeah. No, look it up. One of Adele's songs from her new album leaked. Well, why haven't we talked about it? I, I don't know because we didn't actually hear it. But um, hold on. I have to. I, I, I saw the headline and I didn't really care. Adele suffers a music leak as snippet of audio from unheard song emerges online. And that is that that was the headline from yesterday, actually. Uh, I did not. I, I looked at it and then I didn't care because the reason why it I didn't says care, a previously unheard clip from her album in 2015. Oh, well, so it's not. Yeah. New music. OK, so but they were boring. trying to to yeah. make yeah. us think it was. But I just I, I, I say that because and I was reminded of that because I was leaving the gym uh, the other day and I heard an Adele song. And I just thought to myself as I walked out of my, uh, out to my car in the crunchy snow, like, there's going to be an Adele album. Yeah. Like, it's all going to be okay. Can I tell you something about it, though? And it's not, this is not going to be a womp womp, but I do think it's an interesting thing about her new album, is that she and her ex-husband, Simon Konecki, apparently agreed that she would not use that as material for the new album awesome she's uh this is what uh, 
you know, a source said they're both aware that their son Angelo should be protected. And that's why Adele has agreed to not sing about their relationship. Her new album will have a different sound anyway. So it hasn't bothered her too much that Simon Simon quietly expected her to keep their relationship out of her music. I'm just excited. There's going to be an album. Yeah, I don't care. She could sing like, I don't know. She could do recipes. Nonsense songs. Yeah, she could sing. The other thought that I had as I was, I'd be fine with that. I'd totally be here for the Cars for Kids cover. I also wouldn't be, well, no, I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I'm going to step into some awkward territory very quickly while we're waiting for people to tell us what their favorite Super Bowl snack is. But the other thought that I had as I was walking out to my car in that wintry wonderland, being excited for uh, an Adele album is, now I forgot, I had another thing that I was really excited about when it came to... Adele, and now I don't know. It's okay. It'll be fine. Going to the store? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it was? Listening being to out, Adele? Going out shopping and being uh, followed by Adele at all times? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we oh, were back yes. in the day. Okay, thank you. Somehow I got there. Um, no, it's that Adele is one of the last... Like, this is a, I, I just believe this. Like, most pop singers are... Like, their voices are fine. And they have a lot of great post-production that make them sound even better but adele's voice doesn't need any of that right like adele just just has voice she is one of the few people on this planet that just has an independently verifiably great voice and like i just want to be in a room where she's singing i she doesn't need all that gobbledygook you know voice tuning Mm -mm. Mm -mm. b to the you know what s yes i just she's such a rare treat and I need that treat. Give it to me now. Okay. Speaking of treats and snacks, 651-641-1071. What's your big Super Bowl snack? Who do we have on the line, Holly? Megan's on the line. Hello, Megan. Hey, Megan, what you eating on Sunday? Hello. Hello. Hi. I don't know if it's necessarily, this is Megan. I don't know if it's a favorite, but it's unusual this year. Um, I'm going to my sister's house, and they're making a turkey. Um, oh. I, my, my brother-in-law gets a free turkey through his work, technically for more for Thanksgiving or Christmas time, mm-hmm. but they never used it, so they're going to make it on Sunday. Why not? So, Super Bowl turkey. Exactly. exactly. Are they doing anything special to it or just roasting it? Roasting it up? I think just the, yeah, just the standard roasting it up. All so, right. Well, enjoy, that way. enjoy yep. your turkey. And um, that, what if, I mean, why not? Maybe, Thanks, yeah. Megan. Maybe do like turkey chili or something or like. I feel like, do you just want a big plate of turkey? I mean, I feel like you can turn the turkey into anything yeah. after you make turkey it the first Devon, time. Turkey Devon, turkey hash, turkey, turkey tetrazzini. Oh. <laughs> That's not actually a food. Turkey tetrazzini. 651-641-1071. What's your big Super Bowl snack? Who do we have on the line, Holly? Kathleen is here. Hi, Kathleen. Kathleen, what you making on Sunday? What's your snack? Hi, Hi. I love you guys, by the way. We Thank love you. you we love you. <laughs> um, but buffalo chicken dip. Please tell me you guys have had this. Oh, for I have sure. not. I have not had it, but <gasps> I have. I've, I've seen recipes. I've seen it. I have I've that. seen it. I have, I have that. I know. So, um, do you? So, do you make your own? Like, do you use Frank's Red Hot or like what's your secret? I do. I do. So I use. I, I was so turned off by this recipe because you like I had never heard of canned chicken. Like, you can get canned tuna, oh, yeah. but it uses canned chicken and yeah. cream cheese Ooh. and blue cheese Ooh. and Frank's hot sauce. Ooh. And um, I'm 
eating keto right now, so it's perfect, and I can just eat it with celery. Oh, there you go. I know. It's oh my just God. amazing. And Colleen, you need to try it. I yeah, know. Sure. I know. Thank you and for... It's so easy. Thank so you. Easy that does sound easy. Thank you for just your call. It. I do that's have a dump, chicken. That's a dump dip. Okay. No, that's what they call that. No, I know. It's a dump dip. You just plop that stuff right in the crock pot. And I know that the Costco's, they got them stacks of uh, canned chicken. So mm-hmm. you can just, you know, I do a have a good cans. stash of canned chicken. Because I, th- I like to keep that around. You know, yeah, that's you a nice know. little protein to Sometimes have in Sometimes I like to just open up a can and sprinkle some. On it. I actually don't eat that, but I do that with tuna. I'll just open a can and... What do you sprinkle on it? Get like a cat. Uh, sprinkle some salt. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, the best thing to sprinkle on it? Tell me it's everything bagel season. Durr. Yeah. Thank you. Holly, do we have any other callers? No. Fine. Colleen, what's your favorite oh. Super Bowl snack? Well, I don't... You know, I'm my husband always has a big plan, right? Because he actually cares about the big game. And then he makes like a whole experience out of it. He has a menu for Sunday that is like, I don't even know. Like, I actually don't know all the items on it. But he is making some sort of sliders with a pretzel bun experience. Is he making pretzel buns? No. Oh. No, that would be my, that would be my, I bought them. I was, I would make them, but I bought them. Yeah. Um, and then, um, but he's making pimento dip. Ooh. Like, when was the last time you had a good little pimento dip? You know, dip? our good friend, um, well, actually he's now such I, a good friend. We don't remember. Now I, I don't remember whose recipe this was. The, um, I just saw a recipe the other day for baked pimento dip Ooh. and I got real excited because I, as a former resident of the South, I can tell you that pimento dip is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was a baked pimento dip, and it sounded real good. I like a pimento dip. Mm-hmm. What do you then, serve it on? I, I'm sure we'll... I don't know. I don't know what his plan is. Okay. Probably crackers or something. We always did celery on the relish tray. I don't... I can't with celery. You don't I like celery? No. I just... And I know I it's just... celery, biatches don't call. Thank you. <laughs> I also say I mean, Valentine's. I would like, you know, we probably will have salary for Valentine's with some milk. <laughs> While you sit on your pillow. Yeah, and like maybe some Italian and carry dressing. it around in a bag. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, it is cheat day. Look at that. It's oh, like we planned wow, it. We talked about happened. food and then we're going to talk about food. We're actually drinking something. The Kool-Aid? For cheat day. Uh-uh. It won't be like that. Okay, good. Yeah. This was a gift from our friend Rocco. So I need to go make sure it's actually in the refrigerator. Otherwise, this whole segment is going to go in the crapper. Oh, great. Uh, we'll be back after <laughs> I this. I hope you guys are excited. <laughs> we'll be back after this with some cheat day experiences on My Talk 1071. Well, it's Friday, you guys, on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk, and everywhere, really. My Talk 1071. Except for, like... I don't know, New Zealand, maybe? Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello there, kids. Hi. How are you? Great. How are you? What do we do on Fridays? Whoa, hello. Oh. What do we do on Fridays there, Trainer? Put stuff in our mouths. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Nice. So I got a text yesterday from Rocco and he was like hey you want to try these and I was like he actually what he said was hey guys you want to try these what he said was do you guys still do that thing where you try things I'm like thanks for listening Rocco yeah well he's so busy with Lori and Julia these days I don't 
I don't, I don't. He just doesn't listen to us. It's fine. Um, but he he sent me a picture of these two cans of Coke, and they are uh, Coke with coffee. One is a vanilla flavor, and one is a dark blend. That's a lot. There's a lot going on right now. What? I, Coke coffee? Yeah. Coca coffee? It literally says Coca-Cola with coffee. Coca-Cola with coffee. Here's how it is. Um, here's how it is uh, described on the can. Great Coca-Cola taste blended with rich, luxurious coffee. Mm, luxury. Even. 70 calories per can. Mm, let's see. 18 grams of sugars. So it's just a regularly it's just Coke prod- product. And it just has some coffee flavors. So I've poured you each a glass. I've marked them accordingly. One says vanilla. One says dark blend. Which one are we trying first? I would say the vanilla because... I will say it is carbonate. I mean, it is... It's like... It's cokey. It smells... I, I get a vague... I'm doing the like swirly... Yeah. Oh, open it up. Thing. Open up the bouquet. And I do get a vanilla there, coffee bouquet. I, I do too. And it almost... There's a head on it. It um, really? Yeah, the foam. Mm-hmm. I'm teasing. It does have like a. I'm gonna say something. I know you're gonna make fun of me. It has like a. Wouldn't be a show without it. Thank you. It does have sort of a faint wood smell. Are wood? you getting that? No. I don't know. It smells like. <laughs> kind of smells like a pancake. Okay, um, let's. Should we do the okay. tasties? Okay, so we're on vanilla, right? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. Tastes like. That's what you're supposed to do. Oh, sorry. It tastes like Coke. Yeah, but with a burnt coffee aftertaste and a little vanilla somewhere in there. Okay, bye. To me, it just. (laughs) (laughs) Holly's not not digging it. No, thank you. To me. Interesting, interesting. On the back end, there's Mm -hmm. some real depth of uh, coffee. Okay. A very syrupy, sweet coffee. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. It's too sweet for me. You know what this would be might be good is drizzled over some ice creams. Really? Oh, like a oh, float? like a float. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. I could maybe get. But at the end of the day, it's kind that. of just cokey with a hint of vanilla coffee. There is a co- the coffee is pretty significant though. I, I, I will say. I I'm have surprised. a question. Yeah. What is the point? I guess. Oh, money. Because novelty, like if I want caffeine, I'm just going to go for the coffee. Like, I just wonder if this is going to like make me want to like go on a rampage. Okay, let's. I hope not. That you thought I was going to say poop. Um, <laughs> I really didn't know have um, any actually expectations. Let's take a whiff because I'm getting a real strong coffee out of the dark. Okay. Coca-Cola. Okay, go ahead. I am too, actually. It is really... Okay, Okay, there he goes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, it tastes like the same. No. No. You know what it tastes like? I'm sorry. This is just true. You know, there's a it's difference like between candy. there's a difference between iced coffee that you order on purpose and then coffee that you pick up yeah, and take and a like, sip oh, of, and mine. it's been sitting out for who no. knows how long. Mm-hmm. That's what that tastes this, like to this me. This is when I pick up Jamie's, my partner's yes. coffee, iced coffee, because it's got so much sugar in it. Bye. Oh yeah, but also, <laughs> bye. <laughs> so I think we know where Holly stands on this. Uh, yeah. Um, that is the accidental two-day-old coffee. That again, if you yeah. poured this, uh, if I, I think a coffee float might be kind of fun. But to me, I don't like sweet coffee drinks. Neither do I. I know but, you find that hard to believe, audience, because I talk about loving candy so much, uh, which I do. But like when I drink coffee, I want it to burn. Like I want to feel like I'm licking the bottom of a, a fireplace. You want to chew some hot grounds in there too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a nice thick creamy. Because then I'd rather have the bowl of ice cream and then suck down a you know dark roast. Yeah. You gotta you gotta put your treats where your treats lie. How many cobras said. are we uh, giving this? I'm an, I'm I'll go first. I'll give it a one and a half. I would say two. I'd say two. Holly one. Okay, so Coca-Cola with coffee. It's not our deal. Not our favorite. Neat. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Lord and Lady D will tell you about those celebrities behaving badly after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities and our computer system behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yes, it is. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Your D bag. Oh, thanks for asking. It's Phil Collins' ex-wife. Um, I agree, but why? Orianne CV. Uh, you'll remember. Oh, you're just bitter because you didn't get to marry Phil Collins and live through his. Uh, I don't really want to marry him, him, but I just want you know to be around his genius and his hot Alamo memorabilia collection. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, with all his plastic bags and Can kitty I just- litter. Tell you guys before we get to why Orianne CV is a D-bag, I just want to differentiate for you that there is a difference between my feelings for Tom Jones, who I am hot for, and Phil Collins, who I just regard as a musical genius. I mean, somebody I'm sure is thankful for that clarification. Let's move on to (laughs) Orianne CV, though. I just want you to know my feelings for him are not sexual. Thank you. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Okay, moving on. Your other feelings um, for another day. Let's talk about this auction uh, that you'll remember. She auctioned off a bunch of crap, a lot of which 
Um, I would say, if not directly owned by Phil Collins, purchased by Phil Collins' money. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll remember they had a tumultuous breaking up experience and then getting back together and then breaking up again, although she was like dating strippers and uh, marrying guys on the down low and bringing them squatting in his like mansion. It's a long story. But, but she wouldn't somehow, leave his house. She Yeah, she squatted in mm-hmm. his home. Um and that then somehow turned into her auctioning stuff off for the highest bidder, which included but was not limited to um, some of Phil Collins' gold records, also some and some other assorted quote assorted Phil Collins awards. She ended up walking away with a cool two million one hundred and sixty-five thousand five hundred and ninety-two dollars. From oh, that auction. MG. But okay, can I just ask, uh, do you have the breakdown by any chance? Yeah, somewhat. Okay, so because what I found interesting about that auction was she only had three, I think, items up for auction that were his, like those awards that you talked about. And everything else was like high class shoes, jewelry, clothing that, to your point, probably was purchased with his money. So the thing I'm most curious about is how much did she make off of those well, she so there were the memorabilia, multiple gold LPs, along with assorted Phil Collins awards. She got about twenty two thousand dollars for those. Holy bucket! Which isn't very much. No, but compared uh, to, to the me, two million one hundred and sixty five thousand dollars, right? Yeah. To me, that was the more well. That should have been valuable, but some of those things, like the assorted awards, it was like. Here's a here's a plaque for selling out an arena. It wasn't yeah. like super exciting. No, was there was like, a gold record in the mix somewhere. It was stuff but... that she clearly shoved in a box on her way out the door. Right. Um, I will tell you, she obviously has sticky fingers, and I'm not implying that she took anything without any express permission, or maybe it was a gift. But she somehow also had Robert Plant's gold record for the principle of moments. I don't remember that song. But she got a cool $6,325 for that. Mm. Um, she also got about one, oh gosh, almost, well, $1,694,000 for uh, her fine jewelry collection. Three Rolexes and two other watches I can't pronounce hauled in about $230,000. Clothing and purses came in at about $61,000. Wow. So, um, I think the only person that got bummed out by this auction was probably Phil, Phil Collins. Because he missed out on some cash. But you know Phil Collins, if he had an auction, would make a lot of money. Because to Holly's point, he's a hoarder. Okay. He that, has a lot of crap, crappy crap. You guys are assuming that? Here, Colleen, the evidence <laughs> makes itself very clear. Yeah, it's not... Uh, yeah, like... Just lay it out for her, please. Well, Phil Collins is a hoarder. <laughs> has the world's largest Alamo memorabilia collection, which he and not the rent a car company. Exactly. Oh, thank you for clarifying. To be clear, the Alamo in San Antonio, Texas. A person who has that hobby and has enthusiastically collected Alamo memorabilia, you can just follow the treasure trail, so to speak, and maybe make some assumptions about maybe Phil Collins' 
relationship to material but possessions. But I do just want to say that to have the biggest Alamo collection, that is a super specific niche, and that does not necessarily mean it's a lot of stuff. It just means it's more than anybody else Did has. Did you say, Holly, how much it's worth? Uh, no, I did not say $100 million. Then it was a good investment. Or wait a minute. Maybe that's how much they're spending on his c- collection. There's an article from 2014, so this could all be lies now, but it says $100 million Phil Collins Alamo collection in the works. Well, and some of that stuff, he just like, he just like, five fingered when he walked by it at uh, the Alamo. Like some of that stuff is just like rocks from outside so the Alamo. Stole well, we talked about this last time. The yes. Yeah. There was an article that said that, oh yeah, Phil Collins, part of his collection was just trolling around the Alamo and yeah. picking Which, up pieces. By the way, before we move on, have you guys ever been to the Alamo? No, no. Mm-mm. Okay. I want you to tell me what you think. Don't look at anything. Don't like try to be, you know, too cute by half. But like, generally speaking, yeah. What do you think the Alamo is? It's like a like if I asked you to describe the Alamo, an Adobe uh, type (laughs) house. It's I, I my understanding is that it's very small. It's not big, and there's no basement, (laughs) and it's deep in the heart of Texas. Now that's that is all true. The impression people, well, the, here's the impression. I'm, I'm giving a firsthand experience. When I went to the Alamo for the first time, I was horrified, ter- ter- just terribly let down by what I thought the Alamo was and by what actually the Alamo was. Across the street from the Alamo is a Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Yes. Was that more like exciting a, than the Alamo? I mean, probably. Okay. But you think it's like in this dusty, like tumbleweedy thing. It's like hidden behind like a hotel and you're like, oh, that's that. That's that. That's it. I mean, I think it's because of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I thought it was going to be far more grand. Mm -hmm. And not to take away any of the historical meaning or value from it, but um, it maybe Are you saying that the welcome mat just says, (laughs) well? (laughs) Cute. Well, the Alamo looms large in legend. So you expect probably this big legendary piece of architecture. But then when you walk into it, I suppose it's like you you half expect there to be a Shoney's. Is there actually (laughs) the Alamo when you walk in? Is there a trumpet that plays and goes? (laughs) Well, I do want to say that Phil Collins's Texacana collection has been archivally boxed, photographed, cataloged, studied, and properly stored at the Alamo State-of-the-Art Museum. So Phil Collins has facilities to take care I of feel his like famous this Alamo the collection. the reason I'm going to go to the Alamo. It's not for the Alamo. She's going to be the one that's it's like, for the where Phil do Collins. I see the Phil Collins, the Phil Collins exhibit? Collection. They're like, Thank ma'am, there you. is no basement at the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Who's your d Thank you for asking. It's Paris Hilton. Oh, Ooh, no. What? No. Okay. What did she do? I'm going to read you That's some words. <laughs> this is okay. So apparently, Paris Hilton is going to be starting a podcast. Oh, good for her. Join the club. Right? I mean, super exciting. Listen, podcasters all around the world, podcasts are the new blogs. And I'm saying that as a podcaster. Everybody's got a podcast, right? Here's what this is what Paris Hilton says of podcasting. And I just want your genuine reaction to these words. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. 
Paris Hilton says, quote, I've always been an innovator and first mover when it comes to reality TV, social DJing. And now I really believe that voice and audio is the next frontier. Voice and audio. Voice and audio is the next frontier. I mean, I feel like it was like the first one, but... Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, bless her heart. Bless her sweet little heart and soul. Voice and audio is the next frontier, says <sighs> yeah, not so somebody who's just happened upon podcasting. Podcasting, Although, which, by I... the way, is like a derivative of radio which is an audio medium and is like one of the first entertainment mediums can i also as somebody who um has like been around the world of podcasting since 2004 which is basically its infancy like literally um but that's that's only to say i was there (laughs) i was there when actually paris hilton was one of the first and it has i'm sure this has nothing to do with paris hilton herself as a businesswoman, but whoever was responsible for marketing her reality show, mm-hmm. what was that the called? The Simple Life. The Simple Life. Let mm-hmm. me see. When did that come out? Nine, nope, 2003. Yeah, yes. like early, yes. early So aughts. this makes perfect sense. In 2004, 2003 to 2004-ish, she was one of the first, her show was one of the first, and I, ass- I assume, who was behind that show? That production company. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They. I feel like that had to have been like a Buna Murray production. They were the first to advertise on podcast on a podcast. Interesting. Yeah. So because I have a friend who was one of like literally one of the first podcasters in the world um, who got sponsored. Because if you'll remember correctly, one of the first podcasters of all time was a gentleman uh, by the name of, and now his name is escaping me and I should know this, from MTV VJ, Dutch wife, Holly, you should know this, Adam, uh, Adam, what's his name? The guy with the hair? Adam, not Adam, Carolla. Ad- uh, like an original VJ from the 80s? Yep. Adam Curry. Mm-hmm. So Adam Curry was one of the first ever podcasters in his podcast company. I think it would have been around 2004. It could have been a little later because this show went on for a while. But they anyway, the moral of this story is her show was like one of the first things ever advertised on a national level through a podcast network, which wow. is just kind of mind blowing. So it's kind of funny to me because I bet she has no clue. Right. It's like, girl, you, you're you actually connected in a weird way to the history of podcasting in a way I'm sure she has no appreciation of. She does. I'm sure she doesn't yeah. to your point. Like she's, but also she clearly has no awareness either that, uh, voice and audio is not the new frontier it's an old frontier that is being explored in a new platform it's a new medium i mean it's actually not a new medium it's a it's a relatively uh it's a new method of distribution i think what she's trying to say and she's not doing it very artfully and she's making it sound like she's the one that is yeah uh, welcome to the club right 17, 18 years, years too, late. too late. But um, I think what she's trying to say is this is where we see entertainment moving. Yeah. But she's not. Yeah. And that was true five years ago. Yes. So the fact that she is now in that 
she's effectively a late adopter. She, she just thinks she's an early adopter. Somebody told exactly. her exactly so, that was a talking point, and yeah. she did it wrong. When yeah. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh man, we got to do it. We're so excited. We have to talk about that publationship that is no more. It's a zombie publationship, dun, dun, dun. but it is paying dividends for Rebel Wilson. Uh, we'll talk about whoosh when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one zero seven one. Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Well, hello there. And it sounds like Jacob P. Bush had a bad day, okay? Okay. <laughs> because we just learned about the breakup of Rebel Wilson and her fake boyfriend, Jacob P. Bush. You guys, she broke up with him over text. Oh my God! Or excuse me, OMG! <sighs> okay. That's audible, so audible rude. Eye roll. That is so oh, rude. Geez. How dare people break up with other people over text in 2020? Are you choked up? Are you I'm, sad about I'm their emotional. breakup? I'm emotional, but I learned this because of Us Weekly. And Caitlin over at Us Weekly said in an exclusive interview that Rebel Wilson broke up with Jacob Bush over text message, quote, he was blindsided. Now, I want to read the story to you because I think it's hilarious and we can just have fun with the the lies that are contained in this article. Mm -hmm. But I just want to state the it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Right. She totally broke up with him over text because now she's sexy and she can dump men whenever and however she chooses because she's no longer 66 pounds heavier. Bloop. Okay. I'm being Uh, sarcastic. I know. I want you to read this, but I... uh... While you're reading it, can I just, I want people to hold this in their mind. Perhaps her people have overcorrected. Meaning, they've gone too far in trying to make her look like this independent woman. Now she just looks like a real bee. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's not an understatement at all. And that's, in fact, what they're doing. They are trying to make her... As as lazy as the narrative was since last year that Rebel Wilson was on a year of health and it got real lazy at the point that she, quote, lost all this weight. And then every story was look at her looking fabulous without all this weight. Look at her yeah. shopping without all this weight. Look at her picking her nose without all this weight. Mm-hmm. Look at her getting a boyfriend without all this weight. Look at her getting a sexy boyfriend mm-hmm. who's got lots of money and she's jetting around to paradise after losing all this weight. These are the narratives or this is the narrative that has been like pushed out to us for the last year. And now the obvious, it's so obvious it's conclusion so obvious. of this publationship, this relationship for publicity is that she can't just, you know, they can't just go their separate ways, which would be problematic enough. No, no, she dumped his behind over text. Mm-hmm. So here's the story. According to an insider who confirmed the split to Us Weekly exclusively, that means they just called Us Weekly. They're like, you know what? I'm going to drop all these details to just this Catherine lady over at Us Weekly. By the way, it's clearly Rebel Wilson's people who. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This we should have made that clear. Yeah. It already was clear. It, yeah. Uh, reve- but just for the uninitiated, yeah, I wanted everybody yeah. on the same page. Yes. Thank you. Quote, they went to Aspen right before the holidays and had a blast. Then he left for Florida to be with his family. And he invited her because he really wanted her to meet them. But she never committed to doing that. 
they talked all throughout the holidays and had an excellent communication. But then all of a sudden, she got really quiet and broke up with him via text message about like two or two, three weeks ago. He did not take the split very well. He was really upset. It was really hurtful to him. Um, Actually, still, you know what? I'm second guessing this. Still, they maintained he was harboring no ill will towards her. The Isn't It Romantic Star's ex has been crazy about her since 2019. He just couldn't get enough. What? Now I'm starting to think maybe this came from his camp. He is being used left, right, and center and has been from the beginning. I guarantee you Mm -hmm. he's just signing his name off on stuff. But please make your case. Well, just because it makes her sound, as we said, like kind of a B word. And also, like, she went crazy silent. She, like, it doesn't paint her in a very good light. And it makes him sound like he's really hurt genuinely about this breakup, which I I don't know. I could be talked into either way about this. Yeah, to me, I mean, I don't think he has any people to manage his career for him. That's why it just sounds real sloppy. I just think it's clear that her people want her to to look like she can Has drop men. Hand. Yeah, she can drop men left and right now. And the only plausible way to do that is to make it look like because it's it's I mean, and who knows? Who knows? They Us Weekly could have completely fabricated this entire thing out of whole cloth. And mm-hmm. that's entirely possible. But in my mind, when we talk about publicationships, the whole purpose of the publicationship is to serve the actor's ability to get headlines. It is not to necessarily make them look like the best people in the world right and and in this particular case it has been so ham handed or fisted i don't know is it a ham hand or a ham fist i feel like it's a full hand i'll make you some ham sandwiches thank you that smells good ham ham yeah it's all hammy up in here because this is just it's it's like the disney version of of publicationships right like there's nothing real going on here. He has not said anything on social media whatsoever. Well, I, yeah, I don't think he really cared to begin with. Like, he was putting up his think, obligatory posts. I, I think they were like, hey, can you guys do a photo shoot on your private jet? Will you take her to this place? We'll mm-hmm. totally pay for everything. And then you get some PR and she gets some PR. Because remember, he has this ice cream company mm-hmm. that he has been... Uh, that he launched during their publicationship. Right, and we so, were like, oh, okay, well, that'll get a little, you know, attention. So they both, you know, re- reaped the benefits from this particular publicationship. And now I feel like we're just going to be, in fact, it's not just Us Weekly. In fact, if we go to the Daily Mail, there is another headline where now she's like a power lady doing power business moves in her power yellow blazer. There is a headline, Rebel Wilson doesn't let her newly single status slow her down as she shows off her slimmed down frame in a yellow blazer and leather skinnies. Okay, I don't know what skinnies like are. the most sexist what does it- headline ever. Yeah. Like, she might be single, but she's not dead. What? Like, what? don't count her out. Well, now that she's single, don't worry, she's not a frigid old hag who yes. just beats men upside the head with her, you know, wit and... It's just it's Spencers absurd. are doing it for themselves. Yeah, but it's guys. but it's it comes She's complete. not an old maid. Now it comes complete, by the way, with photos posted by Rebel Wilson, who's busy doing promo uh what do we call that? 
SpawnCon yep. on her Insties. Yep. And it's like her and like a power blazer standing mm-hmm. next to a fancy car. Like it's just all of a piece. And it's just and remember, she's got it. Her big day is on Sunday at the Super Bowl. Yeah, whatever that means. I mean, we don't even know what that means. Like, what is she actually going to shoot her out of a cannon? Doing like Eva Knievel? <laughs> don't don't yeah. forget, she's also acknowledged the end of her relationship, saying, "Quote, lots on my mind." Ah! Hashtag single hyphen girl hyphen heading hyphen two hyphen super hyphen bowl. Can we just take a moment of appreciation of that- what? I do like her outfit and that kicky yellow blazer she looks good she looks adorable but let's just take a moment to acknowledge that we don't have to perform breakups like this no if we don't want to no again to people's, your point po- people's relationships end regardless yes yes <sighs> like all your relationships are gonna end it's like you the know, thought i had over the weekend where i was like I feel all tingly because I'm never going to have this moment in time ever again. And everything that I'm experiencing right now is going to go away. Holly, And I don't have to put it on Instagram. Ah, Thank you for taking us on that journey. You're welcome. I really want to hear from the person who ever bought this relationship. Actually, I don't because I don't think I know. I'd well, laugh too Also, because I don't think there is they're not. They're not a thing. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your absolute... Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.